Welcome to the deeper we go, the later it gets. I'm your host, Get Rennie. So greetings from the jungle. I am on my final week of being in the jungle, and this episode is about my first ceremony of my closing process. See, in order to close a year-long diet with Ayauma, four ceremonies are required. And so like I said, this episode is about ceremony number one. But before we start, I want to thank everyone who is supporting the show. If you are listening, thank you for your support. More specifically, I want to thank all the people who have left positive reviews, bought gear, pine pollen, and fermented herbal tonics. And also to all the people who have sent me personal messages, thank you. I have a new Instagram page specifically for the podcast. The link for that is in the show notes. Um, And as always, I encourage you all to reach out with any questions you may have about my journey or anything I have discussed. And if you would like to support the show, one of the easiest ways is to get you some podcast gear. I have stickers, hats, mugs, t-shirts, and hoodies. The link for the gear is also in the show notes. I also have pine pollen tinctures available, so please email me for more details. And the pine pollen tinctures have been flying off the shelf and for good reason. And this is because testosterone in both men and women is at an all-time low thanks to pesticides, microplastics, tap water, a sedentary lifestyle, and even wacky modern ideology. And the result of this epidemic of low testosterone is that most people are now overweight, unfocused, depressed, have minimal muscle mass, and almost zero sex drive. Not to mention the low testosterone is a major factor in why the masculine and feminine energies in our society are so out of whack and lacking harmony. So if you want to save yourself, save your relationship, and possibly even save the world, get you some pine pollen. My pine pollen is made from the best ingredients possible. Raw, uncracked pine pollen harvested in the pristine Canadian wilderness and organic cane alcohol. It doesn't get any cleaner than that. Lastly, at the very least, if you enjoy this podcast, please like it, share it, subscribe it, and leave a review, specifically if you're listening to this on the Apple Podcast app. It is a simple gesture that really helps me out. My email and Instagram are located in the show notes. Okay, so let's get into it. So the time has officially come, has finally come, after a year of eating nothing but unseasoned trout, Boca Chico, chicken, rice, plantains, and a few other odds and ends. After a year of no sex, no jujitsu, no supplements, no coffee, no restaurants, and no fun social interactions, I have finally reached the end of my journey. Well, at least this chapter. So on Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024, I began the process of closing my year-long Sama with Ioma. And I must say, it's kind of bittersweet. On one hand, I've been looking forward to this moment since the beginning. Not to mention, I am ready to be done. I'm ready to get my health back, my strength back, to have some fun and and to start living a normal life again. I mean, whatever constitutes normal anyway. On the other hand, it feels weird to be at the finish line. For the last year, I've been on a mission living, breathing, and embodying the diet lifestyle. A year solely dedicated to self-discovery, learning, growing, and leveling up. And it's interesting because a year is both a really long time and a really short time. I mean, you can accomplish a lot in a year. You can literally reinvent yourself. But at the same time, a year also seems to fly by at almost breakneck speed. And nowadays, it feels like time 
is actually speeding up. I mean, maybe it has to do with getting older, or maybe it is some weird energetic cosmological thing that we are unaware of, but I know we all feel it. For whatever reason, each year seems to go by faster than the last, and it doesn't feel like or seem like it will be slowing down anytime soon. So it's weird to be at the finish line because it signifies that once again, another year has come and gone. Not to mention, this Sama was my identity for the last 365 days. And now that I'm finishing up, it feels, and now that I'm finishing up, the feelings of now what are starting to flood in. It's kind of like graduating college or even high school. See, when you're a senior, you're on top of the world, right? You are the big man on campus. You have everything figured out and the world seems to make sense. Then you graduate and reality slaps you in the face and you realize that closing one chapter immediately opens up a new one, usually a bigger and more challenging one. You realize that this new chapter has a lot of unknowns and that these unknowns take you from a world of order to a world of chaos. So it is both exciting and terrifying at the same time. And anyway, overall I am way more excited than terrified. And I can honestly say that this has been the hardest challenge I've ever taken on and it feels good to finally be on the home stretch. So in order to close a year-long diet, it requires four ceremonies. At this point I have one down and three to go. So in this episode I want to talk about night one the, I want to talk about night one of the closing process. So the night started out with me asking for poco menos. Now, and this has been a huge shift and ironically a bit of a challenge for me. As you know, if you've been following my journey, you know that poquito mas has always been the magic number. I mean, I even have t-shirts that say that. I've always been a fan of big doses because I love riding the wave of chaos. And also, it's probably a bit of an ego thing. However, when I got down here back in November, I realized just how wrecked and tired I was from this whole process. And the bigger doses were just adding fuel to a fire that was already burning way too hot. I had this visual one night that I was on an airplane that was preparing to land after a long flight. And the message I was getting from the control tower was that based on my current trajectory, I was headed for a crash landing and it wasn't going to be good. And that the only way to prevent this was to correct course immediately. So I started taking ceremonies off, off opting for food and rest instead of more ayahuasca. Then on the nights I did drink, the message I got was that I need to drink very small doses. It was the only way I was going to avoid the crash landing. So I swallowed my pride, followed orders, and started asking for poco menos. And to my surprise, the smaller doses were still very effective. So anyway, like I said, started the night off with a small dose. And as I was sitting there waiting for the medicine to open up, I had a lot on my mind. First of all, I was curious how I was going to feel. See, the, the last ceremony before this one was one of the worst ceremonies I've ever had. I had a lot going on. I was sick with gripe, the jungle flu. I was just tired from the process of the year, and I was also dealing with several energetic issues related to the Sama. And long story short, on that night I got really sick and even had a moment where I thought my diet was severely damaged. 
not exactly the type of ceremony you want to have right before you close your diet. But the good news is I learned a lot from that ceremony and all seems to be okay. Also on my mind was the closing process itself and wondering if I did enough and was good enough. See, in this moment, I felt as if I was standing in line at the pearly gates waiting for my turn to have my life evaluated to determine if I was heaven material. Now, think about this. Imagine for a second that this pearly gates scenario was a real thing that we will one day face. So if this was real, imagine how terrified and worried you would be, right? As you were standing there waiting for your turn, for your turn, you would start to remember all the times in your life where you could have been better and done more. Not to mention you would start to remember all the things you did that were bad and wrong, right? Like remember the candy you stole as a kid? What about all the lies you told? What about the times you were just a dick to people? What about the times when you took when you should have given? I mean, heaven is supposed to be for saints and angels, right? And I don't know about you, but I am neither. I'm not either of those things. So that's kind of how I was feeling about my diet in that moment. I started to wonder if I did enough, if I treated the process with the respect it deserves. Thinking back over the course of the year, I was by no means the perfect student. I made lots of mistakes. Sure, I I didn't do anything bad like drink, do drugs, have sex, or completely disrespect the process. But learning how this process works, I am realizing that you have to be more and do more than just follow the rules. For example, I actually believe that the pearly gates scenario is a metaphor for a real process that we will all go through one day. But it is not necessarily about heaven. It is more about determining the next steps in this grand cosmological journey we are all on. See, there's this idea, I think it's a maybe a Buddhist idea, that you will continue to live this life over and over again until you get it right, until you learn the necessary, necessary lessons. And what happens is that when you pass on, you face a moment of judgment where your life gets looked over with a fine-tooth comb to determine your fate. And based on the results, you will either go back, repeat, or move forward. I also think this is where the idea of karma truly manifests itself. Because your next life, where you end up, your starting position, your initial conditions, will also be determined in some part by your previous life's actions. So this scenario is in many ways way more intense than the biblical pearly gates metaphor. See, in the biblical metaphor, and I'm no expert at this, but in the biblical metaphor, to me, it just seems like as long as you don't do anything really bad, like kill people or harm others, and that if, and that if you ask for forgiveness for your sins, that you will automatically be accepted into the kingdom of heaven. But I don't think it is that simple or that easy. See, the game we are playing is on expert mode. And if you want to get to the next level, you have to do way more than just be a passive do-gooder. For example, let's look at the word sin. Most people think of sins as doing something that is really bad, like harming, hurting, or killing another individual. 
And on one level, that is true. Harming someone physically, mentally, or even spiritually is definitely considered to be a sin. But there is a much deeper meaning of the word sin. The word sin actually means to miss the mark. Understanding this meaning provides a whole new context. Because if one misses the mark, it means that their aim is off. And if their aim is off, this means that things are out of alignment. And the mark can be thought of as your true self, your path, your purpose. So in this context, a sin is anything that deviates you off your path, off the path of reaching your potential, which is really interesting. See, for example... Would you consider eating junk food a sin? I mean, your first thought is probably to say no, because my body, my choice, right? What I choose to put in my mouth is my business. But is this really true? Remember the hermetic axiom, axiom all truths are but half-truths. So under the real definition of eating, of, of the, under the real definition of sin, Eating junk food could easily be considered a sin because it takes you away from your true self. Eating junk food makes you unhealthy, and being unhealthy takes you out of alignment. And when you're out of alignment, well, you will definitely miss your mark. See, I can't tell you what your true self will look like, but I can tell you what it's not. And your true self is not an overweight, unhealthy sugar addict. Also, what about negative self self-talk or watching porn or drinking too much what about being lazy or not taking any initiative what about spending too much time in your comfort zone all these things could definitely be considered sins why well because they force you off your path because they cause you to miss your mark so understanding this is the game changer because you realize that we are playing a very hard game and that a sin is not just doing really bad things. It's doing anything that takes you away from your path, anything that takes you out of harmony. So not to mention, a sin is also not doing the things that you should be doing, like taking on challenges and getting out of your comfort zone. So the idea is that if you want to get to heaven, aka the next level, you have to put in work. You have to make the necessary sacrifices needed to keep yourself aligned on your mark. You have to take on challenges, take risks, and force yourself to grow. You have to make an effort to take care of your health, your mind, and your spirit. Being a passive person, just not doing really bad things, doesn't cut it. You also have to be a person of action, someone who is trying to make the world a better place. And well, that's exactly how I feel about the diet process. It's not enough to just follow the rules passively. So as I sat there waiting for the medicine to open up, I began to wonder if I did enough. Did I make Ioma proud? Am I or was I a good ambassador for the medicine? Did I pass enough tests and challenges? Was I aligned with my mark more than I wasn't? See, that's the thing. No one expects perfection. We all sin and we will all continue to sin. We are all human. But a good Sama or getting to that next level is about hitting the mark more times than you miss it. So, as the medicine started to open up, I started feeling fairly good, which was a nice change of pace. I then had to go to the bathroom. After I did my thing, I was feeling a little shaky, so I sat on the bench and started singing to myself to try to get myself back on track. As I was singing, I felt slightly weird. 
my voice felt weird and my connection to my medicine felt off. I started getting a little nervous thinking that maybe my diet wasn't in great shape and I was just about to close a subpar diet. But determined not to go down without a fight, I continued to sing. I called on Ajo Sacha, which is my OG plant and a great cleaner. I started cleaning my voice, my body, my stomach, my heart, my mind, and my songs. And the more I cleaned, the better I started to feel. Then I called on Morosa to bring in some healing energy. I started using Mar- As I started using Morosa, I felt stronger and stronger. My songs started to come alive. I then started to dressing myself in the energy and patterns of Morosa. And with each word I uttered, I started to feel better and better. I then put on a crown, an energetic crown of Ayauma on my head. And once I did this, I felt the best I had in months. I then started opening up the world of Ayauma. I started opening it up, expanding it, and growing its energy and its medicine. I then started dressing myself in the energetic patterns of Ayauma, connecting myself to its energy. And and after that, I felt not only amazing, but I had a huge sigh of relief because I got the message that the diet and my connection to Ayuma was great, that I was ready to close my diet. So I went back inside riding on a wave of ecstasy and waited for my song. I was the last person to be called, which can be common when closing a long-term diet. The first song was about centering my diet which is basically like a tune-up, just making sure everything is ready. The song is really short, but it felt amazing, and I could feel my diet being polished, organized, and spruced up. And after the song, I went back to my mat, smoked my pipe to connect further to Ayauma, and then I received a very simple message. Good job. That's right. Ayauma came in and basically said, you did well. I then spent moments in gratitude for Ayauma and all the people who have helped me along the way. Like I mentioned, my Salma process has been extremely hard, and it, and I definitely missed the mark on many occasions. But I did take the process seriously. I always tried to learn from my mistakes and correct course. And well, after everything I've been through over the last year, it, were, it was nice to hear the words, good job. So that's it for now. I still have three more ceremonies to go before it's official, before I officially become an Ayumero. But based on night one, I'm feeling good and excited for the closing process. I will do another update soon. See you on the other side.